Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now. I'm wearing headphones, rocking it back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Rod Peterson Show, everybody. Darren Moose DuPont is with us. This is a DuPont Media production. Who are you writing, Moose? Thank you. Content creator, Nelson. What's up with Nelson? We got lots of good stuff from that opening hour. I just want to make sure we get it all in. Uh, Especially <laughs> the Phoenix talk. That's what I'm Really? Doing. Oh, yeah. What was great about the Phoenix talk? <laughs> It's great that, that uh, the Diamondbacks can suck now because they're nobody's finally paying pay- attention. Nobody's to paying attention. Yeah, this is a really good time for the Arizona Cardinals and the D-backs and the Coyotes to suck because the Suns are going to the conference final. They're in the conference final. They're up 2-0 against the Clippers, and they're the favorite team in the Valley of the Sun, Arizona. The second half kickoff, which is the start of Hour 2, is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Stanley Cup playoffs, and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. Our guest coming up this hour is famed senior hockey goalie to the stars, author Jerry Teabag Hack. And his nickname sounds dirty, but it's not. We're going to have a good old hockey discussion with him. Uh, a book discussion, probably Stanley Cup playoffs because he's a hockey guy. But before we go any further... I want you, Darren, to please tell our viewers about the Daily Blitz podcast. This is something that I always think about. We have all new listeners in hour two because it's a separate hour of our podcast. Do you know what I mean? That's right. But we've introduced a new podcast that's going like gangbusters. Tell them, please. Yeah, it's called the Daily Blitz. So we know that the diehards are in and will watch and listen to the Rod Peterson show front to back. But that's two hours of content every day. You don't always have two hours, right? So we've introduced the Daily Blitz. And the Rod Peterson Show Daily Blitz, just search the Rod Peterson Show um, on your podcast platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. It's the warm-up every day. And it's the warm-up, really. It's, it's 15, 20 minutes max, really short. We cover everything you need in that short, concise bit. And we're also going to bring in the best interviews as well. So separate episodes, really short, perfect for the commute, for the run, um, when you don't have an hour or two hours to dive into the whole show. 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Michael Wynn watching in Winnipeg says, 100% front to back. I appreciate that. But, like, I'm not a big podcast guy. I don't have time to listen to an hour or two hours of a podcast, but I'll listen to 20 minutes of something if I really like it. And a great example is Zach Martin's watching from the Cannons and Tomahawks podcast. He says, what's going on, boys? Enjoying the show down here in South Carolina. How about game five last night, Rod? 
Well, I addressed it last hour in the warm-up, so you can go listen to it in the Daily Blitz podcast. My thoughts on Vegas not playing well in a 4-1 loss to the Montreal Canadiens last night. And I'm in a really weird twilight zone right now in that I recognize that the Golden Knights can play a lot better, and I do expect that they're going to come back and win the series. They have the ability. They're the better hockey team. But the poll question today is, can the Vegas Golden Knights come back and beat Montreal in this series for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center? 61% on Twitter saying, no, they're not. They're done. Stick a fork in them. 53% on Facebook saying, no, they're done. That's like 50-50, really, that they're going to come back and win the next two. So people aren't very confident that Montreal's got this thing in the bag. That's right. We all know. But there's just something going on. Vegas is the better team. We all know that. They checked. Pretty much every box. But I just think Montreal's got God on their side. And why he's not on the Golden Knights side is something we're going to have to talk about later. How else do you explain it? No, but I got some ideas How else do you explain what's going on? Vegas is better. And it's like they got double runners on out there. Sorry. Hockey gods are a thing. Um, But Vegas... No, this is God God, not hockey gods. I know. The big guy. But it's cheering for Montreal. Sure. But be honest, and I'm cheering for Vegas. Wait a minute. Maybe because it's Sin City. You guys got a lot more forgiveness that needs to happen. <laughs> haven't, seen a lot of e- haven't seen a lot of emails coming my way from Vegas. It's going to take a while. Right? Um, it's oh, going to take a while. It is going to take a while. And that's part of it, too. They haven't earned it. They haven't earned it. Guns. You know, you get an expansion franchise, and you're good right away because you bring good people in. Nobody, let's let's forget about they weren't gifted a great team. They were not. Um, they put the right people in place to assemble that group. But you get there so fast, it's like there hasn't been any hurt and heartache and tough times. Too easy. And God's like, no, you got to learn how to go through some tough patches and then get to the top That's of the how mountain. It works. Ask Tampa. That's how it works. Ask Tampa. That's right. Tank Abbott's watching in um, the energy capital. He said, where is it? He says, it's the Carey Price effect. And he writes it in all caps. He goes, a great goalie can steal a series. Oh, I get it. Uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, says, Rod, you sound like me after the Stampeders lost the Western final to the Riders. Uh, Which time? (laughs) How about that? See what I did there? He just did them all. Rod's rant for uh, Bronco Plumbing and Heating. Mention we sent you. They'll give you 10% off. See, here's the thing. We're, we're, we're piecing it all together. Colin in Ottawa says, I don't think God wants to be associated with whatever's happening in Las Vegas, Rod. Eh, the Golden Knights are pretty lily white that way. But the thing is, like I play on God's team, so I get it. I get it. There's just something at play here. And uh, Carey Price, if they pull this off, I'll be happy for Carey Price. But then it's like, go on and win the whole thing then. Right? Yes. Because whatever happens oh, yeah. with the Islanders in Tampa, and I hope it goes seven games, then Montreal's going to win it all. You finish it then. That's it. I mean, it's, I've said it. It's hard not to like them, but I'm cheering for Vegas. So it is, you know, but if they win, yeah. We'll want them to win it all. Absolutely. Can you imagine if Montreal gets to the Stanley Cup? Oh, boy. Uh, We got to get to the CFL talk. Uh, Brady in Saskatoon says, uh, Hey, Rod, this Habs team is doing what they did to the Leafs and Jets. 
using their defensive capabilities to shut down their opponent's top players. And when you need to rely on Kerry, he's there in full God mode. Yeah, absolutely. From the 221, hey Rod, got my t shirt today. Looks great. Go Vegas. Where is my t shirt? Still hanging up in the out in the it lobby, is. eh? Yeah. I just can't bring it myself to wear a T-shirt on here because i got a long, skinny neck. I look like such a freak, like a giraffe. These arms, what did I say this morning? I look like Kevin Durant. Darren in Edmonton watching on Game Plus TV says, uh, fellas, quick thought. Does the CFL see curtains dropping and merger is a done deal? This is all part of so many players leaving the game and the issues within the league seemingly continue rolling out more and more weekly? That's from Darren. I think in a lot of ways, you give the CFL a little too much credit in terms of planning. And that's not an insult. The, the retirements of the players has nothing to do with the direction of the league. The retirement of the players has to do with the direction of themselves. Is that, do you understand what I'm saying there, right? This was my number one topic on the show today. Can you believe I woke up with an email from the Ottawa Red Blacks that Brad Sinopoli had retired I love Chad Jeter, obviously, if you watched the interview last hour. Love Tech Schramm. Love Derek Dennis. They're not in Brad Sinopoli's stratosphere of stardom. Brad Sinopoli sells tickets. I turn on the Ottawa Red Blacks games. I expect to see Brad Sinopoli. And he doesn't disappoint me. He's awesome. He's done. Now, he's going to stay with the Red Blacks and work in the office, I guess. But I'm like, if you're going to do that, why don't you just play? Are you going to pay him more? He won't be working full time. I don't think. You don't think so? No. And I, I don't know. Again, I don't, I don't know, so I don't want to claim to know. But he's probably, you know, found a way to replace that income over the pandemic. He's had to. They, the players have to. I mean, we heard Chad Jeter talk about those bills that pile up, and you got to take care of your families. And if he can be an ambassador to the team to stay connected and go to events and, you know, go to certain things, great. It's going to be good. But day-to-day, it won't be football. Chris Bird in Toronto says, I just renewed my season tickets for the Argos. We have no idea how many people will be allowed into BMO this season. No, nobody knows yet. Maybe God knows. Maybe he can take a break from the Vegas-Montreal series and tell us how many fans are going to be allowed into CFL games. How about that, God? How about that? Take tomorrow night off. Game six. More of a chance. In Santa Bell. Um... From John O'Flynn. You are well-armed, Rod. Happy to be here watching from North Vancouver. I said to Darren in our morning meeting, he goes, that shirt, that golf shirt is very slimming from the Stony Plain Eagles. I said, I'm a freak. I'm a giraffe. So I've lost all this weight. I've thinned out, right? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a giraffe. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, sounds like Sinopoli will have a similar role as John Cornish has with the Stamps. Well, that's not a full-time job then. Because Cornish is in the banking industry or finances, right? We had him on this show. That's right. Interesting that he and I made up. But he's a good guy. That's right. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I, I will never forget. Grey Cup 2013. Uh, here in the sweatpants capital. And I don't understand people. Maybe you will understand this. Ryderville had like 10,000 people in it. The party hosted by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. But then there was... Tiger Town and Lion's Den and Stamps House, and there's like three people in each one of them. People are lining up for two hours to get into Ryderville. It's got 10,000 people in it, but you go to an empty one. Oh, no, we got to be where the action is. 
At that time in my life, I just wanted to go where the beer was cold. I'd, I'd rather not be seen. I'm just saying. Oh. One of, do you know what I'm saying? Well, I was well, what, what? No, I was going to say, you, you would understand the party scene, though. You don't want to go to the empty club. You can have a good time in Grenfell. I don't need the party. I was the party. Good point. The party is wherever I was. How about that? Good point. Uh, How about any, that? Anyways, obviously I'm friends with all, everybody around here. So one of the security people, you give them a badge right in there. Big, oh, yeah. Big shot. And guy was bragging to me one night when I got off the air from my show, my other radio show. He is like, I denied John Cornish getting into Ryderville. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, John Cornish showed up and he tried to get into Ryderville. He tried to cut the line. I wouldn't let him in. I'm like, what's wrong with you? You've got the most outstanding player in the league wants to come into your party and who cares if he wants to cut the line? Let him in. What the hell? <laughs> what? But Kevin's got a taser. <laughs> he thought he was doing something noble. I denied that Jack Wagon Cornish getting into Ryderville. Give him a seg. Give him a segue and a taser, and all of a sudden, I gotta write that down. Uh. Tell Nelson that. Am I right on that, or am I wrong? It's what makes the CFL great, the Sinopolis of the world, the Danny McManuses. I remember Grey Cup in 2003 here again. Danny McManus sitting in the corner with his hat pulled down, like right over his eyebrows, sucking back beers like it was his job, and just visiting with people. If they found out who he was, great. But he wasn't out in the middle, hey, look at me. That's why... Curling is so successful. You go to the Briar Patch and, oh, there's Kevin Martin and there's Gee Hemmings and there's all these guys around the table. And you're like, I can go and sit with these guys? Like, right. you need to have that access. Yeah. Thought he was doing it because of Ryder Nation protecting the brand. <laughs> I guess. Ah, <laughs> I stuck it to that Cornish jerk from Calgary. Didn't let him in. I'm still mad about that eight years later. Like, what, did, what are you doing? Uh, Leanne Hajdu says we can blame the CFL for all the frustration, lack of communication with the players and the union leads to frustration. The guys have to plan for a job. CFL didn't keep them in the loop. So some had to make financial decisions. Don't blame them. Andrew writes in and says, I worked at Ryderville in 2013. I worked three o'clock till 11 o'clock on the till. I got two taps, one to go eat and one to go home. Oh, it was, it was humming in there. Oh, yeah. What else you got going on? I would, another day of going completely into the ditch and off the rails here. I know. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I mean, I wonder what it'll look like when we come back and, and the Grey Cup now. And what does it look like in December? You know, do those, those events still look the same? Do they still, you know, have that same access? Oh. I don't know. It'll be fun. Be fun to watch. Uh, Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg. Awesome seeing you on Winnipeg Sports Talk. Uh, joint Sports Talk road trip? Take my damn money. How? Ha-ha. We talked about that last hour. And uh, Andrew Hustler Patterson, a dear friend of mine, had me on his show yesterday, and it just blew the minds of his viewers and some of our viewers went over there. And for people old enough, this is what it reminded me of. 
you aren't old enough. But with facts of life and different strokes, when Tootie Ramsey showed up on different strokes, it just blew your mind because both sitcoms were on after school, one after the other, right? But they're right. completely separate. Facts of Life is an all-girls school. Different Strokes is the two young black kids adopted by the rich white guy. Totally different, right? And then Tootie shows up on this show for an episode. What? You know, and that was, what, <laughs> that was what it was yesterday on Winnipeg Sports Talk. And at the end, Hustler goes, let's do a sports trip. You do these sports trips all the time. He did him with his old show on TSN Radio. He's like, so let's go to Vegas because you're the Golden Knights show and we're the Jets show. Let's go when Winnipeg's there and you can do your show for two hours live in Vegas and then I'll just take over from your set. And I said, yeah, go ahead. And I think that might be, might that be our next Ooh. sports trip? That might be. That might be really cool. I don't know if it'll be necessarily our next one, but it might be the one after. Okay. You know, if we're going to go to Miami or Florida yeah. or wherever we're going to go in December, it might be 2023. Oh, my God. No, we can't wait that no, long. No, no, sorry, 2022. Can't wait that 2022. long. <laughs> Jeff, the Stamps fan, Tootie's last name was Ramsey. How do you know that? Did anyone else know that? I know that because I was a Facts of Life fan. And Joe, Joe Polnicek used to date Mike Medano. How about that? How about that? Jerry Teabag Hack joins us next. We're going to talk a little hockey, some books. It's Stanley Cup playoffs. It's going to be fantastic. The second hour kickoff has been brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Stanley Cup playoffs and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. You're watching uh, the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states on cable television. YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Hey, uh, welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of Jerry Teabag Hack. Be talking books, be talking uh, hockey. I'm not going to name this guy, but you got to tell your friends about this show if you enjoy it. Tell everybody. A football coach in Washington, that's all I'll say, has written me and says, Thanks for talking about the facts of life. My college girlfriend looked just like her. Thanks for the laugh. Keep up the good work. It's not going unnoticed. I tell folks down south to listen to you. Thanks, coach. But I do not, I'm not going to unveil his identity, but I really appreciate you watching. And I wish there was more CFL to discuss right now, but we're getting close. Um, by the way, the news in the CFL today, Brad Sinopoli retiring this less than 24 hours after Taylor Loeffler retired, Chad Jeter, a lot of CFL vets here as training camp approaches in about two weeks time. But we're going to talk hockey now. Uh, Jerry Hack joins us, and his book has been going great. Memoirs of a Hockey Nobody. He joins us from the West Coast. Look at this guy. Is that tie-dye you got on, Jerry? What are you rocking today? <laughs> My daughter made this for me, so I should. I, I love it. What a is tribute it? to her I wore. What does it say on it? Uh, uh, Red Dog Saloon in uh, Alaska. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, hey. Yeah, we, took, we took an Alaskan cruise a couple years ago. Yeah, well, you played up there. Yes, I, I did. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so as, as, before we go any further, I've been telling all my friends, 
about your book. You saw that I did a review on it. And mm-hmm. I don't even know where to start. This is quite a story. Jerry came up as a, as a floor hockey goalie in New Westminster, B.C., answered an ad in a newspaper, and you came out here and played ice hockey, I guess, for the lack of a better term. I hate to sound like an American here, but... And uh, you played senior, and I ended up watching you play live, and it's just a weird cosmic karma thing that happened, and I loved the book, and I've it's, it's sold a lot of copies, obviously, around here, Jerry. So maybe tell uh, your story, if you don't mind, in five minutes or less, and then I'll fire a few more questions at you, because it's a hell of a, hell of a story. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, oh, I couldn't play ice hockey when I was a kid growing up, because uh, my parents just couldn't afford it and so after i got out of high school i played street hockey with all my friends i was a goalie and i love being a goalie and uh so uh through a twist of fate i ended up getting a tryout with a beer league team in summer hockey and and uh made the team and you know trying to learn how to skate and apply what i knew from street hockey to ice hockey and and uh yeah it was a quite an experience <laughs> it was it was a great journey. Well, it's pretty remarkable, actually. And I got it for the, those that don't know. You really opened my eyes with your book to what senior hockey was in the 80s in this province. I think, was it you said or somebody in your book that it was minor pro hockey because we didn't have the Southern Pro Hockey League back then. We didn't have the Western Professional Hockey League. I don't even think we had the East Coast Hockey League that far back. So all those guys were playing senior hockey here and making pretty good dough. You were making pretty good dough. So to get into that league and play and then win a league championship, given your history, is one hell of a story. And by the way, I was thinking about this interview, Jerry. Scott Ray used to punch me in the face with his glove on in the dressing room. And I was only 15 years old. My brothers, my brothers used to say, our little brother's so tough. Scotty, go punch him in the face. Watch. And he did. And, uh, and I wouldn't go down. But to hear all those old names of yours, man, that was, I just loved it. <laughs> yeah, Scotty, we had a bit of a history, me and him. And then he ended up uh, playing for the same team that I was on. And I had to actually apologize to him because I punched him in the face one time so hard it staggered him back. And he's a big boy. <laughs> so. Do you remember uh, Darren Brennan, Brennan Ray that played for the Moose Shell Warriors? That's his dad. And, and Scott is twice the size of Brennan. And actually, sorry to get hyper-local with his interview for our viewers, but the, Jerry's talking about where I grew up. And I remember reading that book saying, if Scott Ray would have played pro hockey, or he might have for a while, but... Uh, before he played senior, but I'm like, you punched Scott Ray in the face with your blocker and lived to tell about it. How did that happen? (laughs) Well, I didn't know who it was at the time. It just kind of, uh, what happened was another guy had run me and, uh, and, uh, um, when I kind of untangled myself from him, um, the referee, another guy put the puck in the net and, uh, the referee called goal and I got mad and uh, and I went to go to the referee and then I realized the guy that ran me was still laying there. So I grabbed my <laughs> stick and I just I chopped him right across the ankle and Scott Ray came. I didn't know it was him and I just I just lashed out and punched and I got him square in the nose and staggered him back. And then by that time, everybody got in and uh, referee had pushed my back to the boards and they were all just <laughs> yelling at me and, and <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, quite the brouhaha. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, it was inspirational. So now that we're telling some of these stories, and I don't want to age Jerry, but as I'm reading his book, I'm like, I was at 
these games, like looking over the boards. I remember them being this high as, as, a, as a wee little kid, Jerry. But it's inspirational, actually. And then you left Assiniboia to go play up in Alaska, which was – was it senior or was it pro? Like it's inspirational that you could go from playing floor hockey to basic pro hockey. That's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, well, there was uh, six or seven years of beer league hockey before that happened. And, uh, you know, I got uh, pretty cocky. I, I thought pretty high of myself. And I I uh, decided to try and take a shot at uh, making some money at it. But, uh, yeah, I, I played three and a half years in Saskatchewan. And I was in California for a couple months. And uh, then I went to Whitehorse in the Yukon. And that was uh, senior AAA Whitehorse actually won the Allen Cup my second year there, but uh, as I explained in the book, I didn't get to go to the tournament. Yeah, and you were pretty upset about that, as I recall. But let me ask you how uh, writing this book, did somebody say to you, you need to write a book, Jerry? Or like, how did that come to pass? And now that it's been out and it's made the Amazon top sellers list, like, how's it changed your life? (laughs) Well, it was funny because like, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty smart guy, I guess, you know, I can string together a sentence and, uh, but I never considered myself a storyteller. I just was goofing around on Facebook and telling these stories about my playing days. People kept saying I should write a book. And so I sat down at the computer and thought, you know, I'll give this a shot. And I, I wrote the first couple of chapters and, uh, showed it to my wife. My wife's, you know, it's hard to get her to laugh out loud or to show much emotion at all. Usually when I'm joking around with her, she just rolls her eyes in the back of her head and goes, Oh God. And, you know, and so, you know, I let her read the first couple of chapters and she laughed out loud a couple of times and then, and then she started to cry. And so I thought, well, you know, we might have something here. So I finished the book and uh, yeah, it's been uh, just super positive uh, reviews on it and I'm getting messages from all over the world uh, it's been sold in Denmark and Australia England uh, the United States all over the states all over Canada it's been amazing yeah well and you didn't write it to get rich I know you just wrote it to write a book and then you just go from there but I no, I really enjoyed it. You did a really good job. And I, lead a, I read a lot of books. I review a lot of books. And what I loved at the start, I'd never seen this before. You were like in the introduction, I'm going to say some offensive things that happened in another time. So if you don't like it, stop reading. I'm like, wow, was that your idea? Or that's a pretty good disclaimer. I should open every show with that, Moose, is what I should do. Yeah, yeah. How did you get the idea to do that? Uh, well, I have a couple of gay family members. And I thought, you know, uh it's just uh appropriate thing to do you know i i just knew that back then it was a different time and we used those words commonly you know and uh and uh, nobody thought another thing of it you know and so i thought maybe you know i better let people know what they're in for yeah well it's uh it's like reading an episode of spit and chicklets in a way there's a lot of dressing room talk from the 80s right i I would be right in saying that oh yes yes Uh, (laughs) a lot yeah so jerry um where can people get your book and what would you like people to know about hockey nobody uh it's uh it's available on amazon and uh, a few other uh barnes and noble and uh indigo chapters 
it's in a couple of bookstores locally, but not wide, widely. And uh, yeah, what I'd like them to know about it is it's, uh, it's just my story. And uh, um, it's not or like if you look on the, the uh, best selling list on Amazon, most of the hockey books are NHLers or and they're telling their rags to riches stories. And mine's more of a rags to rag story. I, you know, I didn't make it very far up the ladder, but you know, I had a, I had a great time while I was, while I was doing it. And, uh, the book's a lot of fun. It, and it has some life lessons in it as well. And, uh, uh it seems to be worth the read. Well, it's, it's, it's a great story of perseverance. And as I said, inspiration. And of course, when it mentioned my area of the world, uh, I definitely perked up. But Darren had asked me a while back about my hometown rink. Remember when you were asking me about that? And I said, yeah. the Diesel Dome in Milestone, Saskatchewan, Jerry. So you played in there. Can you just tell our viewers about And I'm waving because the Zamboni left these diesel fumes behind. That's why we called it the Diesel Dome. And we had those pillars holding yes. the roof up. So, <laughs> right. so talk about playing in that barn. I remember those pillars. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, uh, uh, Milestone had a pretty good team. I was my first year. They had a team and uh, Darren Bobick was playing for them and he had these white skates and, uh, and uh, a couple of the other guys were expats and stuff. So it was, uh, I remember that rink and I remember uh, the, the fans were uh, pretty, pretty raucous you know i i heard a few insults that i hadn't heard before so yeah it was fun playing there it was uh, cold it was cold <laughs> i was one of them i was one of them hanging over the boards yelling at you jerry so but you blocked yeah. it out and you won a league championship so uh like i said i love the book you mentioned how people uh, can get it so i just i appreciate the time and thanks for coming on my man and i hope you're having a good summer out there in vancouver oh it's great yeah and uh I was listening earlier and you guys wanted to know the origin of my nickname. I was just going to ask you <laughs> and, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was, uh, when I, yeah, like I said, when I turned 18 and I started playing ice hockey and you know, I had no clue what I was doing. I didn't even know how to skate. You know, I kept falling backwards and, and I was all reflex and no technique. And, uh, and so I had a few, a few rough games where I'd let in a few goals. And uh, after one particularly rough outing, you know, I let in probably at least a dozen goals and, and uh, didn't stop very many. And, uh, and this uh, guy, Kelly Gladson, who had played junior, and he was a really good hockey player. He was sitting across from me as I'd taken off my equipment, and, he, and he's staring at me. And I'm like, kind of, what, what's up? And he goes, you're a freaking tea bag. And, I, and then every, everybody stopped talking. And uh, I said, tea bag, what are you talking about? And, uh, and he says, everything goes through you. <laughs> and then the, the whole room erupted in laughter. And then from that point on, I was tea bag. And I, you know, I didn't really like the nickname at first, but I had to suffer with it. And eventually I just accepted it. You're not supposed to like your nickname, but has it ever been confused for anything else? Yes, yes, it uh, has a it, it has a sexual that, connotation enough. now, and and uh, yeah, well, uh, I was actually at the rink one time, and I bumped into one of my teammates, and he was with his wife, and and uh, I said, "Oh, hey, Arnie," and and he goes, "Hey, tea bag," and his wife goes, "Oh, gross! Why'd you call him that?" <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
Go ahead right. to explain it to her. Yeah. Jerry, uh, <laughs> thanks for the chat, man. Keep in touch. I got your number here, so I'm, I'm sure we'll be talking down the road. But congrats on the book and the success. Thank you so much, Rod. Thank you, Moose. Good to see you guys. There you Thank go. you. All right. The great Jerry Teabag Hack joining us from Vancouver. Author, goalie to the stars. I said earlier at the start of the show that the Montreal fans had largely left me alone. <laughs> Except Bob. Bob Marier writing in. Oh. Sober coach to the stars. He says, Vegas is not the better team. <clears throat> it ain't over yet, Bobby. It ain't over yet. We'll talk about that more when we come back after this brief pause. Got a sports update coming up. A face-off, Moose. Okay. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I love how our viewers feel such a part of what we're doing, right? Right. And you were going to install a little Tinkerbell door, uh, bell at the top of the door over there. It's like a coffee shop, right? When the door opens, jingle, jingle. Didn't happen. Not yet. We could even just get a sound effect. That's you don't what need we to would do. do. Get yeah. the sound effect. Because Mandy just checked in in Edmonton. Jingle, jingle. She goes, just got back from the dentist. We'll catch the interview with Chad soon. Thank you, Mandy. It's interesting if you look at her Twitter bio, by the way, and I'm not advocating that you go look it up, but it says she was originally from Saskatoon, moved to Edmonton for the CFL, which I found highly interesting. Could have moved to Regina. Yeah. But I'll get to the sports update and the Montreal Canadiens in a second, but my first topic today of the quick six show topics was what's with all the retirements in the CFL the latest this morning Brad Sinopoli one of the biggest stars in the CFL perhaps the greatest Canadian in the league done on the heels of Taylor Loeffler Derek Dennis Chad Jeter Tex Schramm and so I went to an agent this morning and said what what's the deal and he goes well in the case of my guys they've lost the passion for the game in this break their injuries have added up. They can't play any longer. And they're making more money at another job or a combination of all three. There was a rumor that some players are balking at the waiver they have to sign for COVID restrictions. I asked that agent if that's true. He goes, I haven't heard that. None of my guys, that hasn't been a thing. So these are some of the things that are flying around in the CFL right now. But Chad Jeter retired Monday. He's joining the United States Air Force. And it was just a very insightful interview with him where he just said, I got to get on with my life. And he, what, what a quote. He goes, the future me will thank me for the decision that this me is making now. Yeah. You know, that was impressive. You play, he said, you get a broken leg, something happens and then you can't, you know, move on. It becomes really, really tough. So yeah, it's always tough and it's always tough to make those decisions before you may be ready, but that's typically when they have to happen. I mean, we could, we usually do, the viewer takeover later on in the show. But I'm like, Bob, you're not giving Montreal fans a good name. Did I show you this photo that he texted me? No. From I should send this to Clark. Listen, I'm gonna, you're going to hear a lot about Bob. So I'm going to save this and send it to the boys to put up on the screen. 
sober coach to the stars. So he wrote in here earlier on the show feed. He says, Vegas is not the better team. And then he just said, the better team will win. Couldn't agree more. How sweet it is. It's not over yet. I love the way they think, though, because they actually are acting like it's over. You think Montreal's thinking that? I like the Habs. I don't think I care for their fans. But that's there's a difference. That mindset is when you start to lose. There you go, when you, Bob. When you expect things before they happen, right? You hope for things. You know you're capable of things. But when you start expecting it, right? In all life, we deserve to win. We expect to win. We're going to win. Then you don't play. Why, why play the game then? <laughs> and that's what happens. It's what happened to Toronto. It's what happened to Winnipeg. It's what's happening to Vegas. Exactly. They're all better teams. At least they're supposed to be. But it's not working out that way because Montreal just continues to work. Just hope the team doesn't take on that. Boys, I sent you the photo to Ryan's Facebook account. This is, and I don't, Bob won't have a problem with me saying this. He's my mentor in the recovery industry. And he refers to me as his mentee and associate. He's getting on my nerves right now as a Montreal Canadiens fan who thinks this series is over because I'm a Vegas Golden Knights fan. So while you're digging up that photo, let me read the sports update. The Canadians have inched closer to their first Stanley Cup final since winning it all in 93. Carey Price stopped 26 shots last night as the Canadiens beat the host Golden Knights 4-1 to go up 3-2. Game 6 goes Thursday in Montreal where a win would mean a trip to the finals against either Tampa Bay or the Islanders. Game six in that series goes tonight in Uniondale, New York. Lightning looking to close it out in game six. Here it is. Have I shown you this picture before, Darren? And I apologize to our people that are listening live. That's Bob right there. And I'm like, if you're a real fan, Bob, you'd have a Montreal Canadiens tattoo on that sleeve. The hat serves. So this guy, he is a recovery coach like me, but he just deals with the elite of the elite. The uh, wow, there's a big TV series was done on he him being Rob Ford's uh, sober coach, so that's out of the bag. But I love you, Bob. But the series ain't over. The Atlanta Hawks and Milwaukee Bucks open up the NBA's Eastern Conference Final tonight. The winner of the series will end uh, decades of frustration. Milwaukee won its lone title in 1971 and last reached the finals in 1974. The Hawks won their only championship in 1958 and lost in the finals in 57, 60, and 61. And that's when they were playing in St. Louis. Did you know St. Louis had an NBA team? I didn't. Were you listening? Yeah, I was listening. I didn't know. Did you know Milwaukee had won an NBA title before? Or was it ABA? I'd have to Google it. I'm a... Sorry, not a basketball aficionado. Yeah. I mean, I know enough, but I'm just not a diehard. There's a difference. We like it. Of course. Not a diehard. Of course. Can't know everything. The Blue Jays and Marlins wrap up their two-game miniseries tonight in Miami following Toronto's 2-1 win last night. The Marlins' Trevor Rogers, who leads all Major League Baseball rookies in wins, ERA, and strikeouts, is scheduled to start in the series finale against Toronto's Robbie Ray in a matchup of lefties. And seven months after Toronto FC's early exit from the MLS playoffs at the hands of expansion Nashville SC, the two teams meet again tonight in Music City. Toronto has won just one league game since, struggling for its identity and to keep its players healthy and happy in the interim. Wouldn't that be nice? 
Who writes this stuff? This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit dubnetwork.ca. And by the way, the Western Hockey League announced its schedule today. Did you see that? You must have seen that. Oh, yeah. Schedule breakdown, full analysis at dubnetwork.ca. And also for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha, which I had today for breakfast. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. We've got a uh, viewer takeover. We've got overtime, face-off, all coming up next. So stick around for our final segment. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back. It is overtime. And uh, one more time, I want to thank the Stony Plain Eagles for the jersey today. Jersey of the day brought to you by the Alberta Junior Hockey League Stony Plain Eagles. I love it a lot. Darren says it's very slimming. Um, it is. We've got a few, well, a lot of viewers in America today. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I just don't understand why you like us. I guess you're not supposed to look a gift horse in the mouth. No, you are not. Do you know what that means, by the way? If you get a horse for a gift, don't open up his lips and look and see how old it is. Just say thank you. How about that? Did you know that? <laughs> I did not. It's a true story. That needs to be clipped for our Instagram story. Just saying that right now because more people need to see it's this. True story. Like, I get it because you're like, this horse is old. Doesn't it's matter. free. It's free. It's a gift. Take don't, it. Don't look a gift. Don't horse be that in the guy. Mouth. That's crazy. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. If you get a horse for a gift, don't look in its mouth to see how old it is by its teeth. You're welcome. Like, you want to talk about... See what you learn? It blows your mind, yeah. See what you learn? Uh, so anyways, Dean Ticks watching in Green Bay says, uh, NBA for, Mil- for Milwaukee, it was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He was known as Lou Alcindor. Oh, I remember that now. And Ryan in Saratoga, New York, says, if you Google the Atlanta Hawks history, it's really interesting to see which other cities they've been in and what their team names used to be. Whoa, 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 you Americans. Don't get, don't get used to the NBA talk on this show. Because you're not, you're not going to get a lot. So we're going to face off now. We're going to face off now for the Mad Greek restaurant in the Ultimate Fan Zone. And you're really going to dig this one. Darren said, what's another nickname that isn't a nice nickname? Because you got Jerry Teabag Hack, which sounds dirty, but it's not. Because he explained why. Why do they call you Teabag, Jerry? Because everything goes through me. Not a great nickname for a goalie. But another one is Andre Red Light Rassico. His nickname was Red Light because he was such a sieve. And I know a guy who's nicknamed Siv, by the way. His name's Greg Muscawi. That's a story for another time. But he gave up so many goals, the red light was all on all the time. So that's his nickname. So which nickname would you rather have? That's our face-off today. Red light or teabag? 
and I'm taking red light, as much as it sucks, at least everybody knows what it means. You wouldn't have to spend every single day explaining, no, 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 it's not, not what you think. It's because of this, which might actually be worse. So I would rather be known as red light. But at least teabag's a good icebreaker. You know, if you tell that story, if your nickname's Teabag, you're going to spark up a conversation right away. Now, if I'm advocating for Teabag, I don't want anybody to start nicknaming me Teabag. I've already got a nickname, right? But uh, I think that's a little bit better because then you can at least come back with at least the tea leaves stay in the bag, right? There's at least a couple of comebacks, (laughs) but it's it's kind of a no-win situation if you're Teabag or if you're red light. You don't want either one. No, you do not. But you're not supposed to like your nickname either, by the way. You're not supposed to like it, and you can't come up with your own nickname either. Your friends have to come up with with, with your nickname. That's right. And um, a good icebreaker. Listen, I'm okay if people don't come up and start talking to me. I am more than fine with that. But you being Johnny Extrovert... You would love that. You would be like at a cocktail party. Hey, I heard your name's Teabag. What's the story on that? You'd love that. I'd want to strangle them. I know. I know. I, I kind of fall somewhere in the middle, but yeah, it'd just be an easy way to get the conversation going at least. And we'd have some laughs. laughs. Uh, the face-off is brought to you by the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw. The patio is now open for licensed dining at the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw. Visit them today. And for the ultimate fan zone, now just a click away from our man cave to your man cave, shop online today at ultimatefanzone.ca. Your number one source for Vegas-born merchandise. Get it ahead of game six and seven. From our viewers here in Viewer Takeover, uh, Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg says, love Milt Stiegel, but the turtle man? Do you know why they call him the turtle man? Because if you lift up his shirt, it looks like he's got a turtle under his shirt. Did six you know that? The six pack. That's the truth. Just ask me. I know stuff. Mm, from Ryan McCarthy. Uh, oh, these comments are going so crazy here on the nicknames. Pinkney says Anthony Booger McFarland. Booger's a tremendous nickname. One of my best friends from way back in the day. He's currently the voice of the Flin Flon Bombers. You might know him. Booger. Rob Hart. Yeah. Why do they call you Booger? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What movie? Revenge of the Nerds. Uh. Nerds! Uh... What else? Oh, from Stacy Champagne. He says, how about T-Bone? Seinfeld reference, LOL. I must have missed that Seinfeld. Guys want to call themselves T-Bone or Ace or Ace, Cowboy. exactly. Yeah. You can't come up with your own nickname. You just can't. You can't do it. Um, what do we got coming up tomorrow? I saw it writing. Oh, uh, Julie Stewart-Binks and James Duffy. JSB. Ah. Actually, one of my friends said, next time you got Duffy on, ask him this. And I can't remember what it was. But boy, I sure enjoy watching Duffy oh, on there. Of course. Actually, that reminds me. Clark said, hey, if you have a chance to bring up the poll question. It was a. You're going to want to see the results. The daily poll is for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Will the Golden Knights come back to beat the Canadiens? The Canadiens. 51% say no, 
Clearly 49 say yes. Somebody's got to get in there and change the vote. We can't leave the show with it being a no vote. Like, we need, like, a couple of votes on the yes side just to sway this. Like, will it update real time here? (laughs) Probably. How about that? Go down to the bottom and change the vote to yes. On Twitter, 61% say no, the Golden Knights can't come back. There we go. There it's 50-50. Come on, one more. Screenshot it. One more. We need a 51. (laughs) Screenshot it. That's how close it is to the Golden Knights coming back and winning this series. From what they say. Um, from Janelle Barkman. She says, the quote's coming out of today. Just ask me. I know stuff. I love this show. Thank you, Janelle. We love you. And we, she's going to be the first person getting the DuPont Media brand, correct? I believe so. Jeff Kozak says, the yes votes were stolen. Actually, you know, when I was interviewed for the Epoch Times regarding the CFL season and the, the uh, governor's vote, And when Dave Naylor said, oh, it's going to be unanimous. I said in the interview, what is this, the U.S. presidential election? You know what the results are ahead of time? They didn't put the quote in the paper. And I thought being the Epoch Times, they for sure would put it in. Oh, yeah. Because I was having a bit of a slow day and I wanted to kick the hornet's nest a little bit. (laughs) And they didn't put it in there. Oh, man. That's a big New York publication, right? It would have been, would have been, it would have been epic. Would have been epic. (laughs) <laughs> JSB and who else tomorrow? Duffy. James Duffy. Right. Okay. Uh, a big thank you to Chad Jeter today. Jerry Teabag Hack. And I see some comments coming in about soccer, and clearly they don't know what we do around here. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern, uh, 10 a.m. Mountain on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook. And listen live at rodpeterson.com. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.